Tiki Hut Media. From Tiki Hut Media, this is Soul Ramblings with Jerry Wicker. Hey there, welcome in. I'm Jerry. This is the third Sunday in the season of Lent, and we are having every Sunday morning these episodes drop their shorter Lenten devotionals. And this week we look at Luke 13, verses 1 through 9 from the ESV. It reads, There were some present at that very time who told him about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. And he answered them, Do you think that these Galileans were worse sinners than all the other Galileans because they suffered in this way? No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. Or those 18 on whom the tower in Siloam fell and killed them. Do you think that they were worse offenders than all the others who lived in Jerusalem? No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. And he told this parable. A man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came seeking fruit on it and found none. And he said to the vine dresser, Look, for three years now I have come seeking fruit on this fig tree, and I find none. Cut it down. Why should it use up the ground? And he answered him, Sir, let it alone this year also until I dig around it and put on manure. Then, if it should bear fruit next year, well and good. But if not, you can cut it down. Jesus did not mince words. He seems to have always spoken the unvarnished truth, but I think with a smile on his face and compassion in his actions, he did so. This passage today clearly reflects his self-described purpose in Luke 12:51. Do you think I came to bring peace on earth? No, I tell you, but division. The Son of Man knew his audience. Humankind has not changed in two millennia. As back then, so today. We want God to accept us as we are without much effort to be better, let alone changed people. The phrase, I'm not perfect, but I'm not bad either. Live and let live, that's my motto. Such is the thinking of a vast majority of people worldwide, and I've had those thoughts myself. Christ has a different understanding of reality and how mankind is to relate to the Creator God. The truth of our relationship to God applies to both the individual and to collective people, nations, and chosen ones. The language in both the historic tragedies of verses 1 through 5 and the instructive parable of verses 6 through 9 speaks to both the one and the many. In Luke 13, 1 through 9, Jesus is asked to respond to two actual tragedies, one the result of murder the other the result of an accident, and then he draws the deeper implications in a very probing parable. In the ancient world, probably a good part of the modern world too, most people believed God or the gods punished evil and rewarded the good. Hence, these unforeseen deaths were blamed on the victims themselves. They must be evil or at best just sinners whose sins had caught up with them. Somehow, they deserved it and so God punished them. Such was the thinking of Eliphaz, who accused his friend Job of unforeseen sins that resulted in the deaths of his children in Job chapter 4. The inexplicable is simplistically dismissed. But Christ says, no, death must come to everyone, but not everyone must perish. 
The timing of our death is unknowable. We don't know. But the surety of surviving God's judgment is knowable. The idea of judgment after death is the unspoken reality of Jesus' cry for repentance. All are guilty. All deserve punishment. And all must repent. This is the message of all of Scripture, from Genesis through the prophets, from Jesus through the apostles. Repent and believe. This reality is most clearly explained in Matthew chapter 25. Mankind is so invested in the world and in living for this moment that we generally give little thought to eternity and the prospect of life with or without God, our Creator. In verses 6 through 9 of our scripture today, Jesus gives the parable of the barren fig tree, takes the reality of sin to a deeper and broader level with that parable. Throughout the Old Testament, grapevines and fig trees are seen as symbols of God's chosen people, the nation of Israel. This applies to both a spiritually healthy people and to a punished, scattered people. William Marty, in his commentary on the parable, says this, Jesus told the story of the barren fig tree to emphasize the need for repentance and warn of judgment for refusing his offer of the kingdom. Israel had not been productive as God's chosen people. John the Baptist echoed this same truth when he said, The axe is already at the root of the trees, and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. Fortunately, in the end, Jesus offers the hint of mercy both to the individual and to the nation. The gardener volunteers to care for the tree for one more year, doing what he can to coax fruit from its branches. The writer James, in James 1.22, echoes the gardener when he urges the church to not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves, do what it says. Taking responsibility for ourselves, our actions, our decisions, and our sins is always a difficult message to hear. We will continue these Lenten devotionals every Sunday morning during the season of Lent. We'll have one next Sunday. In the meantime, coming up Wednesday, new episode of Soul Ramblings podcast drops on Wednesday, wherever you're listening to this episode right now. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us as well. We would appreciate you doing that. Until next time. Receive this benediction. May you have the sure knowledge as you go into the world that repentance is the only sure path to blessing. Live your lives with the confidence that you are God's redeemed people. Amen. Thanks for listening to Soul Ramblings with Jerry Wicker. Download new episodes every week. And if you haven't already, subscribe and be sure to leave us a rating and review. Soul Ramblings is a Tiki Hut Media production. Thank you.